Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. Hello, hello. Welcome to another badass episode of Talent Takeover Unfiltered. So we have a guest today. You know, we love our guests. And this is, first of all, going to be about how to make millions in recruiting. Ding, ding, ding. So we are with Dominic Mayani. Hope I pronounced that right as you just told me how to do it. Spot on. All right. Woo. Getting it right. So Taylor, Dominic, how are we doing today? Great. How are you guys? Good. Good. Excited. We always have the best days, Dominic, after we record these podcasts. It like energizes us for the day. And I could tell by the F-bombs you were dropping and like oh. Jess is covering the housekeeping. I'm like, this is going to be a vibe. This is definitely going to set my day up. Like the trajectory is going to go up. Well, I feel the same way. You know, I, 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 I met with uh, Brianna before we spoke on uh, LinkedIn. And uh, I was like, are you Brianna Rooney from uh, The Millionaire Recruiter? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's me because we're in the Forbes group together. And I'm like, you know that I sent all my new recruiters to you because I don't have time to train them. You know, and the old school way that I was trained was, here, sit next to me for a week, watch, and then go, right? Well, nowadays, with all the new tech, this, that, I mean, it's a little bit more detailed. So I just say, hey, go watch her videos or take her class. Here you go. Love it. Thank you. But yeah, everyone shadows. By the way, like, I love how we said that it's old school. People are still doing that shit. I know a company that is worth billions, mind you, and they have a six-week shadowing program. Six weeks. So. I mean, that's, that's how you learn, right? That's how I learn. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Wild. So, yeah, no. It, you know, that's. I, I feel like that's the best way. You sit there and watch it. For me, it's hard to train somebody, especially when we first, you know, broke off from my partner a year and a half ago. Because I'm doing business development, I'm recruiting, I'm going back and forth doing accounting. It's, you know, how can somebody follow along with me? I'm going 10 different ways. It's tough. You know, yeah. so now, now we have people in place to help, you know, help support that. But in the beginning, it was it was crazy. Yeah. Wild, wild west. Love it. Yeah, well, let's, right. let's get into it because everyone wants to know how to make millions in recruiting. So let's Absolutely. go. So first of all, when did, how many years experience do you have? About a little 13 now. So I started back in 2010, uh, a company called Spark Talent Acquisition. They're a big company here in Michigan now. Um, then I went to another company. You don't see that on my uh, LinkedIn because I don't want to give them the benefit, but non-compete sued back and forth to the court. And I was like, I know, fuck you guys. I'm not going to put this out there. Um, and then I, again, I went with another partner of mine at uh, Start and then we broke off. He wanted to go this route. I wanted to go this way. Uh, another non-compete battle. And then, you know what? I was just like, instead of going to court, here's the money, I'm out. And uh, probably the best decision I've ever yeah, made. Yeah, way to go. Yeah. So uh, no agreed. no litigation, just here's your money. Leave me alone. Let me do my thing. And here we are now, almost two years in. Nice. Congrats. That's exciting. Thanks. Yeah. Been great. So, so then when did you, so 13 years experience, when did you become a million dollar biller? Year one. No way. Year one right off the bat. Um, I got I got one of those honey old clients my first month, right? It was 
a guy I coached his son in hockey, um, 25 roles in the logistics space that we specialize in. And we were just, it, it was, this is the, you guys know, this is the best kind of customer ever. One phone call, interview, offer letter right then and there. So my first month, you know, 250K plus, and I was just like, all right, well, we're now we're going from here. So then we started bringing on a couple more people, brought on uh, two more recruiters, and then it just grew from there. And now I think we're at 10 total, plus a couple of VAs that do some sourcing. But we ramped up quick, right? And I think the biggest thing is always do a business call. Always. Mm. You know, it, no matter where you're at, it, it, it's just, I, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts, and Taylor, you said it's like, Sometimes you got to fire clients, right? If they're not responding, you know, like when I get on my intake calls with a client, 24 to 48 hours, if I don't have feedback, obviously that, that role is not that important to you. So now we're moving on, on to the next role because we're, we're getting paid based off commission. So my guys are going to go wherever that money is and that's not important to you. So we're, we're going on too, you know, so that that's, I think our model, we stuck with it. Sometimes you do got to fire clients and, or just deny them, right? Like, hey, we're not we're not going to work with you. Sounds like you know you don't have your things in order. Your process sucks. Uh, sorry, find somebody else. So, did it take you some time to build up that confidence to where you said no to business, or was that is this kind of like who you are, where you're like, fuck that shit, year one, I'm not doing it. No, yeah, it did. I think it was like four or five months till I started saying, you know what, this is this is just going to be a waste of our time because I started to find out, okay. These type of clients are an absolute waste of time. And you, you actually had a podcast about the, the six flags, the red flags. Okay. It's spot on. It yeah. literally is spot on. Because if, if you're going to go out there, let's say you spend two, three weeks working on a search for that, right? Let's say you know they're changing up job orders or they're not responding or the hiring manager is now on vacation that didn't tell you they were going on vacation, right? You yeah. just wasted all that time. It's just you got to you gotta know, you know who your good clients are and focus on them and get rid of the bad ones. And I get it in the beginning when you're a new recruiter, you want to take out everything and, and, you know, hope that it works out. But I can show you so many examples of people that call me and ask for help. And I like, listen, you just got to get rid of them. This is a terrible client. Move on to the next one. Keep doing business development. Once you get those, you're going to get it. You're, you know, like I got four or five honey old clients where I, I know I'm going to make 200, 400,000 a year from, right? It's just constant big companies, big corporations. And, Guess what? They listen to my, you know, process. They respond right away. I'm involved in the meetings. I'm, you know, that. It, the best part is too is we have a weekly call. Like every week, you know, whether it's 10, 15 minutes, if there's new candidates or not, 10, 15 minute call just to touch base, see where we're at, what's the biggest need, and then we go from there. Like that is a good client, right? You know that. I know that. It's just like, but those are hard to find, right? So. Especially if you're newer getting into the game, what do you do, right? I think you always have to be doing business development no matter what. What kind of biz dev do you do? A lot. Uh, <laughs> so you, I'll tell you, one my yeah. one of my biggest clients, so this is for newer recruiters, seven messages on LinkedIn, they didn't respond. I set my eighth message, I said, listen, I'm a young, hungry ex-athlete. I'm already recruiting for your competitor. Either you're going to hire me or I'm going to steal all your employees. <laughs> You know what I said? I said, fuck it. Yeah, I said, fuck it. He's either gonna he's either gonna bring me on or he's gonna see that I'm gonna steal all his fucking employees. Here you go. And guess what? He sends me a message back. He goes, 
Dominic, I'm going to set you uh, up with my head of customer success. And now one of my biggest clients. But most people won't make it seven, eight messages because they're like, oh, this guy's not responding. You know, this girl's not responding, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's, that's exactly what we say. Like, I, I try to be like, like, you guys, if you're not at least sending four, like, it's not, it's not happening. So no. the thing is that people treat it as like, oh, I'm going to find like a thousand companies to reach out to, which, by the way, is really fucking easy. And then I'm just going to send them one message and then yeah. just hope like some little spaghetti sticks on the wall. It's like, that doesn't work. No chance. No, but now what I have now is I have uh, a BD company that does a lot of my cold email, like different oh, domains. You actually have a company. You, you have yeah, so they're, yeah, they're shooting off on different domains. Like I don't even know what they're doing exactly, but leads come in. I forward them over to my new business development rep. She she screens them, make sure it's a good, you know, it's worth my time to jump on the call. Then she'll book it on my calendar, and then we'll go from there. But I still do it the old school way, like personally myself. I'll go on LinkedIn. And I'll look at, you know, my space and I'll say, I'll reach right out to the C-suites. I, I don't target HR talent position to go right to the top. It's always better because if, if a CEO or CEO sends a message to the head of talent and says, hey, I want to introduce you to Dominic and Lassie Search Group, you think they're going to respond? Yeah. You know, if you reach out to HR, most likely you're probably not going to get a response from it. Or they, they don't even want you there in the first place, right? But right. so... I, I still look the old school way. I believe in picking up the phone, calling sometimes. I mean, a lot of it's just messaging first. And then I'll get on a call with them, right? But, I mean, I, nowadays with all the tech out there, I try try whatever. I mean, just anything that works, I just don't give up. I mean, you tell me, no, okay, next, who's the next person I'm going to at that company? Okay, but how did you build that confidence? Because that's not an easy thing. Not everybody has those balls. I feel like I just, I've always had it. I mean, I played college hockey, right? <clears throat> Pro hockey. And I just, I've always had confidence. And I've always been in sales, you know? So I just, for me, no means, okay, next person. Like, there is no no. Like, you you obviously have a lot of roles. You need help. I'm going to find a way to get in and fill those so I can make money. Um, yeah. But I get it, like, because a lot of people reach out to me like, Dom, I'm not like that. I'm scared to, listen, you're the wrong business. You can't be scared. You got to be able to take no's. And fucking move on. They keep going until you drill drill it down into them. Because obviously they have a pain point, right? You got to find out the right messaging, whatever you have to say that will get into Because one message for this person might not work for this, right? So you got to beta test your messaging. You got to figure out what works. Because I have, a, you know, people, Donnie Gupton, right? I, I bought his course for uh, one of my new business development reps. And she's like, oh, what, what's the messaging should I use? I go, listen, you you don't know. You have to try different things and see what works. And what one thing that might work for Taylor is not going to work for Brianna. Right. You know, so it's all about timing too, right? And it, catching them at the right time. And maybe they just were with another recruiting firm and they sucked and you just caught them on a good day. So there's a, some luck involved too, but I think it's falling up and not giving up. And then they're like, okay, let me just take a call on this guy because he's so annoying. Then I get them on the call, and then they show your value, right? Yeah. So but what would you, what would you say? I know that you're like you're okay. Well, maybe this isn't the right job for you, but I'm sure you've had people that have come to you and said, "Hey, that's not really my thing. I'm not really how I want to be as confident as you." What advice do you give them to boost their confidence? Are there any tips or tricks or videos you tell them? Anything you tell them to go do to help boost their confidence? Or you're just like, "Sorry, it's not for you." 
No, there's like videos I'll tell them to watch, and, and especially your guys' uh, millionaire recruiter videos. And but not even that; it's just just getting repetitions in, right? Like practice, mm-hmm. whether it's a crappy client or not, just get on the phone, and practice. Yeah. Um, you know, and then build confidence. And I think once once you really start making money, it just naturally comes to you, right? Like you're just confident, like because obviously they know we're here thinking, all right, see y'all, I probably make more money than you do. In my head, mentally, does that matter? No, but mentally, for my confidence, yeah. Okay, I probably make more money than you, so I'm not really worried about what you say. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna just be me. A hundred percent. So I'm in, you know, I'm in software engineering, and you know, they make freaking great money. And I will never right. forget the first year that I made better money than them, and my confidence just fucking soared. And I would have to have these difficult conversations, and I just knew because money wise, it was like, hey, you know, we're gonna just battle right now, like. You want me to go negotiate and you're not going to go tell me what your salary is? Fuck you, because I need to know. Like, yeah. I'm negotiating for you. and But there is that part of me, especially when I was younger, that I'm like, do you want me to tell you how much I make? Because fuck yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. I know I, that is, it did get into my head for sure. You're right. It, 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 I think that helps. But like, if you're struggling with confidence, I mean, it, 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 let's, because I do know a lot of great recruiters, right? They're great recruiters, but they're just terrible at business development. That I'm might be most. Awesome. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm in a lot of groups. I'm like, listen, you're a great career, but I don't know if I'd ever put you on a sales call because you're terrible. I, I'm not going to lie to him. Like, you probably need some help. So, like, I, I think there's a maybe a little niche in the market or maybe starting a business development. So, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. I got four four other things going on right now. I got multiple things going on at all times, right? But I'm like, hey, Grace, since you're rocking, let's, let's maybe start a business development. You know, for recruiting firms, if they need help here, we'll jump on your calls and this is what we're going to charge. And because they are great recruiters. Like, I, I've talked to so many, you know, through whether it's through Forbes, it, you know, even people on there that are struggling, right? That last year, the last two years have been so easy for everyone, right? They were making forty, fifty thousand dollars placements like nothing. But here's your market now. Now, what do you do? I think it's a good thing, too, because it weeds out the weak. True. You know, those weak ones that are, they're going to be gone, right? They're going to go back to whatever they were doing. And because it is oversaturated, you see, like, I, you know, one guy's like, man, I get messages from recruiting firms 35 times a day. What makes you? I go, good. Let's jump on a five minute call. I'll tell you why. Five seconds. And you'll notice the difference. But yeah, it's, it, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, I, I don't know if you can see the books behind me, but like, I always, I'm always reading books. I'm always looking at YouTube videos. Anything that helped constantly, A B L, right? Always be learning. Have to, just like always be closing, always be selling. It's just part of the game, especially if you want to build up, you know, seven figures plus every year, consistently, right? That's the thing. Yeah, you could have a good month, but how do you do it month after month? Yeah. Right. Do you feel like you can do it by yourself? Like, can you be a lone wolf and do it? In the beginning, I did, yeah, but now with with how big I'm trying to get, no, not not right. Just because we have so much going on, I mean, if I showed you my jobs list that we have open right now, it's, we don't even. And here's the thing: we don't post the jobs. We we post a few of them, yeah, because they're in that area. But most of them are all targeted searches. We're going after you know targeted candidates that we want to reach out to. Because you, it, it, here's the thing too is. A lot of candidates reach out to me. To, in the beginning, I was just taking calls because I was trying to help everybody, right? So then I had to start time blocking my day and saying, hey, I'd love to help you, but 
I, I, I just can't. I don't have the time right now. You know, I'm busy. But a little trick for, you know, these people that are looking for jobs and they're struggling to find a job. It's like, hey, take your resume, put it in chat GPT and say, hey, tailor my resume to fit this job description. Just a little trick because it's one guy's like, I'm struggling. I've applied to 75 roles. And I was like, okay, well, here's a little trick for you because they're looking for key buzzwords, right? They're just skimming them because they have 75 other applicants on LinkedIn that apply that didn't even look at the role. They just hit apply, you know? And that's why they hire us. Usually at, at the end of the day, they just don't have the time for it. Um, so that that's something for them to help. But yeah, I, I had to learn how to time block my day, like completely block it out. Cause I was just taking call after call to the point where I was on the phone from eight 30 to five 30 and I wasn't even no breaks in between. Yeah. And I just started doing this. Man. You wearing a diaper? Two, two weeks ago. Well, that, that I would be, that I would take the Google meet on my phone. And then go to the bathroom, put it on pause for a second. It, you know, like just whatever it takes at the end of the day. But I'm always networking too, right? So it's you never, you never know. And that's why I, was, I always tell my recruiters here is like, you never know, even if that person does a good job, you never know if they end up going somewhere and they liked you. Now they might get you in there. I've had that happen so many times where a candidate didn't get one of my roles. Went over there. I was like, hey, I'd love to have you come recruit for us over here. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll what start. ways of which do you network? So I'm sure you do on LinkedIn. I'm sure you do on Forbes. But what are some other ways for our listeners that they should be networking? So like the, there's a group local to me that I'm sure there's, you know, there's networking groups. This one's called Sunrise Network Networking Group. I'm going to an event next Tuesday at night. It's on a, on a boat. Um, Whatever. Wherever I go, like even my wife, she hates me because we go on a walk with the kids, right? She's like, you're talking to every neighbor. I go, you never know. Well, guess what? My neighbor worked for Bosch and they, you know, he needed help. My other one neighbor behind me worked for a healthcare company. She was a director. She needed help. So I could, I didn't take it on because I don't do healthcare, but I was like, hey, I'll connect you with a recruiter that I know. But she's like, you know, we, can, we can't even go for a walk because a, a 30 minute walk turns into a two hour conversation for, if they're out, especially in the summer right now here in Michigan. But, I, but wherever I go, restaurants, you name it, I don't care. I'll talk to anyone. That's just the mindset I have. Do you ever get tired from that? Like, no. I definitely know I get tired from networking. I, I do, but I don't because I just, I'm a, I think I'm addicted to the money. And I have three three kids under three. My wife doesn't work right now, right? So I'm just trying to set it up so in five years, the company can run itself. I got multiple business going or real estate going over a year. And then, you know. Them just relaxing and, and, and just looking at reports, making sure everything's going good and go from there. Okay. I'm going to predict that you're not able to relax, but I hope you will be. I, I can't. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I can't even sit home for five minutes. So, no, I, I yeah, there's always something I'll, I'll be doing. But, you know, like one guy asked me today, he's like, do you want to get into mortgages? And I go, I don't call, let me know when the market turns around. I'll absolutely get in. Yeah. I'll just show me the ropes. But for talent acquisition, like, what I want to do too is help people that are struggling financially, right? Because even if you make one placement a month, let's say a hundred k job, down twenty percent, that's twenty k. And the reason I want to start helping more people is because my wife's cousin recently lost her job, right? Just had a kid, single mom, and like, what is she gonna do? You can't live off sixty five thousand dollars a year now, you know. And we're and I'm in Michigan. I couldn't even imagine in California. 
Yeah. You know, like you, so how can I help people make extra money, whether it's recruiting for me on the side, here's a 1099 contract role for you, or hey, here, start your own, I'll teach you the ropes, or go watch uh, Brianna Taylor's videos. There's ways to make money, especially in this industry. Yeah. I think the entrepreneurial spirit is definitely strong, and we're seeing more and more people like, hey, I want to get into agency and stuff like that. But the issue I have found so far, because, you know, we have the Millionaire Recruiter Program where we do do that and we help them, but I don't think people realize how fucking hard it is to not only learn how to be a badass recruiter, learn how to be a badass salesperson, BD person, and then also run your own shit like you were talking about earlier. The accounting, the trends, the data, what tools am I using? Like, do I want to hire? Where's my contractors? a lot and a lot of people cannot take that on it is a lot and you know like now that i'm to the point where i i outsource a lot of that right like the the county of bookkeeper cpa all that um but yeah it people think it's so easy right you just get it all i'm gonna make a placement like you have no idea that i'm at the gym at 5 a.m i'm here by six before you guys even get in at 8 30 and then i'm still working at night because i do have Cal- uh, california clients that are three hours behind me so yeah, I'm taking calls at seven, eight, nine. You know, the, the most people don't see that. They think it's just an easy. You know, like I, here's a perfect example for you. A guy that I'm helping on right now started. Uh, he's out of Florida. Basically, what he's doing is he was trying to start a recruiting firm, but outsource everything to the Philippines. I'm like, that's not gonna work. I go, you don't even have a foundation here yet. And guess what? He's failing miserably. Now he's like, all right, well, how can I? What do I need to do? I'm like, first off. It's not a part-time thing. You need to be full in or you're out just like any other business. It's not going to work just part-time and then outsource everything to somebody in the Philippines. Maybe they can help you source, yeah, but are they going to do your intake calls? Are they going to manage the account? Are they going to talk to the hiring managers, follow-up, feedback, you name it? No. I think that's where a lot of people struggle. I think it's so easy because they're sold by these YouTube videos that they see one person that made Oh, they're selling the pipe uh, dream of, hey, you made, yeah, maybe a million dollars. Okay, let, let me see how you did that. Because I'll show you how many hours I put in. It's a lot. It's not as easy as they're making it sell. That's Especially so cool. with bad clients. Yes. So for our listeners, like you talked about how you're doing all these things, real estate, you're, you're in all of these things, right? But for our listeners or recruiters that are just starting out that want to make millions their first few years, do you recommend that they just focus on one thing and just focus on recruiting and like getting really good at that? Oh, hundred percent. I'm still, I still put all my time, most of my time and effort into this all day, every day. That stuff that I'm talking about, I'll do at seven, eight, nine at night while I'm taking a call, right? Um, you need to be a hundred percent in and need to be kind of, like I said, doing business development, constantly learning, watching YouTube videos, being in Facebook groups, just seeing trends, watching what these people are doing, what's working. I, especially a lot of people now I'm seeing them getting caught up in different software. What software do I use? Or how is this AI going to help? It's like, just stick to the basics and then you can start to build off of that. You know, people are like, I, I need to use this. I need to use, I'm like, listen. You don't need to use anything. You can just use LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn sales nav, start from there. And then once you start to get bigger, then you can start adding in some automation stuff and this and that. But I I am so glad you said this because like I'm actually getting a little money chills over here because we constantly have people go, how can you automate this for me? How can you automate this for me? I'm like, 
you need to learn how to do it first and yeah. then automate yourself. Like all this chat GPT shit. Yeah, it's fucking cool and I use it a lot. But guess what? I learned how to do it first. Now I know how to tweak it. Now I know how to, it's like, drives me crazy. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I learned how to use it by playing with it nonstop, tweaking it, learning the prompts, right? What's, what, what works, what doesn't work. Um, and that's where I learned about the, you know, like, hey, you put this job description in with the resume, match it up, get the key buzzwords. But yeah, I'm still learning every day, right? Like I'm learning how to use it. Like Donnie has videos. There's a lot of people that have videos out there. So I'll take a little piece from there, a little piece from here and figure out what works best for me. Because whatever works best for me might not work best for you, you know? You just got to figure out what works best for you, what's your model. But I would say in the beginning, especially for new recruiters, just constantly start networking, messaging on LinkedIn nonstop, having a presence on LinkedIn, creating your profile. And a lot of people are putting out crazy content. I think uh, LinkedIn's getting a little oversaturated. But... Yeah, it's very noisy, but you got to still find a way to get in front of your your target market, right? And how do you do that? There's, there's, do your research. Go find out, you know, who's the top recruiter in that space. Okay, find out what they're doing. Watch what they're doing. Get multiple insights from different people, you know, in different industries. Especially if you're going to go for one niche, find the best recruiters in that niche. You know, like for me, it's like, I my website was so bare and basic and it still is now i gotta update it but you know what i was telling my marketing i was like look go to these top supply chain logistics recruiting firms that are popping up in google find out what seo words they're using and then just blast it in my uh my uh, website yeah so we're we're gonna have an adjustment to that but it's stuff like that that i didn't know in the beginning but now i've i've learned and i've seen that okay why are they always pop it up first mm-hmm. you know so you just gotta constantly learn constantly be learning I love the scrappiness behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I feel like you need to be, um, I'm going to invite you to one of our, you know, again, with the Millionaire Recruiter Program, because they're always asking, like, I'm like, it's exactly what you need to do. Just take it down. Here's another Millionaire Recruiter. Like, listen to what they're talking, listen to what they're telling you. It's not fucking easy. You have to learn the fundamentals, the basics first. So yeah. I love that point of view because a lot, because you're right. I probably know what ads you're talking about on these ones. It's so easy. You just have to do this. <laughs> You know exactly. Uh, what yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about because they're on my <laughs> advertised on yeah. my channel. But it drives me bonkers because it's not easy, and so I hate. And that's exactly so. When people come to us, and I know Taylor takes a lot of these calls, they come to us. We make damn sure they know it's not fucking easy. I have had yeah. grown ass men and women cry through the program because it's fucking hard, and I get it. Like I've had those moments where it's like, God, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I've also celebrated my ass off, too, because it's like, wow, that was really easy. Like you said, like yeah. you could make in one month what people sell more than people's salaries for a whole year. You know, oh, know. that's that's the real real. It's just it's, it, you have to work for it. You're absolutely right. Like, for example, like what I have coming in next month already is more than most people probably make in a household combined. Right. But it's the work behind it that it, it is not easy, right? But the, the, are there times where it's, you know, one candidate I sent over and they hire them? Yeah. Are there times where it's like three, four, and then we're battling on, uh, you know, their offer letter, equity, whatever it may be, or get all the way to the finish line. And then, you know, they're, they're, they're committed to taking an offer and then guess what? 
they retract off. Yep. Or they're they're saying, "Oh no, I'm going to take this other role." And they you don't know, show up. When I first started, I used to get so pissed, just furious, had to walk out of the building. But now I just know, like, hey, it's just part of the game. Stay even keel, and just keep going. Like, if you get if you get down like that, you're just going to be. You're going to mentally fuck yourself big time. And and I see a lot of recruiters doing that. Right? Somebody here too. I'm like, listen, just part of the game. You just you know you gotta you gotta know that's competitive market, and everybody's looking for top talent. It's just what it is. Oh man, guys. Okay, so unfortunately we're at time. So go ahead, Dominic, and hit him with your broke to boss tip. I have many, but I, I let's say the early bird gets the worm. I think you have to get up early, right? Work out. Whatever, get, get mentally focused, meditate, meditate, whatever it is that gets you going in the morning, and then be prepared to start your day and just hit it hard. Like I wake up every day, you know, I played like I said, played sports every day. Like I have a chip on my shoulder. Somebody's trying to beat me, and I am not gonna let them beat. Period. You know, as an athlete, like there's no way you're gonna beat. Like I, I would love to compete against them. I, I'm very competitive, but that's how I, I, I wake up every. I wake up every day like that. Like somebody is trying to eat my lunch and I am not going to let them take it. Hardcore sales. So here you guys, yeah. I make millions in recruiting, get your ass up. You have to, you know, and, and just be ahead of everyone. And even to stand up late at night and do whatever it takes. That's what you have to do if you want to be successful in this game. It's whatever it takes. And it's not easy. Don't listen to these YouTube people that are telling you that it's so easy that you can do this and that and make millions. And no, it's not easy. And then you're going to see a lot of them that weed out, or, or they spent 15000 on this program. And now they're coming to Taylor and Brianna saying, Hey, I, I, I just spent 15000 on this person that thought I was going to be a millionaire in a month. What happened? Oh, it drives me crazy. I love that. Me too. I'm sure you do. I see I see these Facebook groups and I'm just like, oh my God. I just want to pop in there and say something, but I'm like, I better not even get involved. I know. That's what happens with all the noisy stuff on LinkedIn when I see it. I'm like, I'm going to say something. I am not going to say something. Hold that shit in. All right, Dominic, thank you so much. We could probably go a lot longer. I know that the listeners, this is really going to help and hopefully put a fire under their ass because it's an amazing industry, but it's not an easy one. Um, so awesome. Thank you guys. See you next Tuesday. Thank Thanks you. for having me.